Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're here for the week six waiver wire edition of the podcast. I don't think it's quite, quite as exciting as last week's, but I think I actually do. There's a couple players I really like on this list this week. Luckily, I already have one of them on my team, so I don't have to pick him up. But I'm going to tell you to pick him up this week because he's the guy to get. And maybe you're an Odell Beckham owner, need a wide receiver, going into bye weeks. There's all kinds of stuff that could be going on. So we'll get into that in just a second. Before we do that, make sure you check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. We're on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can go there, check out our waiver list, check out our rankings coming up this week and all that stuff. All right, Jeff, right into the episode. Do you have a number one waiver target this week, or should I just get into mine? Go for it. <laughs> All right. It might not be everybody's. Maybe I'm a little biased because he's on my team, but I really – its I mean, I'm, it's definitely biased because it's probably probably maybe not the number one guy exactly. Number one guy, I'll say, would probably be Aaron Jones if he was out there. It, the problem is he's not really out there in a lot of leagues. Mm, I already know who you're going to say. So Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is my guy. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's a good I mean, one. It would, yeah, it would be Aaron Jones if, if okay, disclaimer: if Aaron Jones is out there in your league, spend all your money on him. Basically, I think I don't know if Jeff agrees with this, but I think he's taking over. At least it's going to be a fifty-fifty split with Montgomery. I almost think he's the guy. I really believe it. Maybe this is a little early to make that call, but he looked so good, better than Montgomery's ever looked. So spend all your money. I don't know. How much would you spend on Jones? Oh, my my reservations about Jones is I really wonder if him and Montgomery are going to eat each other alive when he comes back in. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is so good around the red zone. He was he got in both games he played. So, you know, it's hard to hold that against him. But you have to take, even having my reservations, you have to take a sizable chunk of what you have left and throw it at him. So if I had 200... There's not a whole. I mean, the waivers have been pretty dead compared to other years. I would say there's no way that you spend less than 120, say out of 200. That's how much I think you should throw on him. I, I don't see too many other guys that have his upside. No, I, I don't think there is. I think he, if he's there, you have to just basically go all in for him. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I get. You're probably right, and maybe downplaying Montgomery because he has been good. But I just I don't know, maybe I'm reading into how much how good he looked last night and Yeah, well I mean running backs are at a you know, they're at a premium as well. You have these guys going down, Devin Cook goes down, there's guys looking for talent. So yep. you know they have to overpay for him, so you have to take that into account as well. Um and also why we love Marlon Mack right now. And he looked good last game. Yep. And well, I mean why do you love him so much? I mean, just watching it. it was basically watching him play. Actually sitting there watching him play. In the moves he would make, he took like a negative two yard run into a twenty some yard touchdown. Just he looked. There's sometimes you watch a player play and you just think, okay, this guy is good. He's he's good. You know he's good. Creates something out of nothing, and that's what I saw Mac doing. Plus, I think the situation is going to just give him some opportunity there because Gore. We talk about Gore, how steady he is. He's been steady this year, but I mean, I think they need something a little more than steady at this point. Steady's not going to get it done with the current team they have going with no Andrew Luck. Maybe if they had Andrew Luck in there throwing the ball around, they could use a steady back in there. And he 
I don't think, I think you need somebody that's going to be more dynamic right now. I think that's Marlon Mack. And even when Luck comes back, I could see them. It's going to be 50-50 to me, at the very least, with Mack earning more time. I can see that happen. Just the, the guy looked good. Even when he was playing week one, I, the, the moves he made, he got to the end zone on a couple times. He didn't get, it was, I think it was where he got the touchdown. They actually ruled him down on the one, and Pagano didn't change. He should have, and it was another touchdown. But even that run, the guy looks like a player. And it's just the eye test. It's just nothing but watching him play and seeing how good he looks. That just sells you on him. That's why Marlon Mack, to me, I think he's going to take over this backfield. Yeah, I mean, they have to find – they're not a good team. They're not a good team. They have to find who's going to take over for Gore when eventually the guy decides to retire or gets hurt. And Marlon Mack is obviously the guy they drafted in order to put him in that position. They're going to see more. I mean, the coaches already come out and said, hey, I think Marlon Mack deserves a larger share. So they're going to find out. Literally, the only knock I can put against him is he did it against San Francisco, but he didn't really play in the, or didn't really, he didn't play in the, you know, two games before that. So I think you have to get him now because I still think people are going to go after him. So you have to get him now because if he has one more game like this, you're going to have to way stretch your budget in order to get him. So get him now, find out. And I think at, at, I mean, there's, I highly doubt you have that much depth where Marlon Mack wouldn't be useful, especially in the bye week. Yeah, I I would spend a sizable sizable chunk of my money right now on him. I really would because you're getting into that point of the year where, to me, this is the golden part of the season for waiver wire pickups. This is it. Like right now, you get your big waiver wire pickups. After this, yeah, there will be some here and there, but nobody that's going to maybe be a season-type changer. And maybe Marlon Mack's not that. I don't know. He, he very well might not be that. But there's a chance he is, that he could t- overtake a backfield. And if he continues looking like he did last week or, you know, Sunday, if he gets that in a 15 to 20 touch kind of role, he's going to be every week starter for you. Yeah. And time to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. How much money would you put on Marlon Mack? How much? First of all, let's compare him. Aaron Jones, how much would you put on him? And then how much would you put on Marlon <laughs> Mack? Say $200. $200. Obviously, if, if you have a the number one waiver pick, you know, you you take these guys, yeah. no problem. Well, if yeah, if I'm at two hundred dollars, let's see. Yeah, Jones is owning what sixty five percent, so he doesn't make it. That's still he's out there in enough yeah. leagues. Yeah, enough. Two hundred, even like two hundred, I'm going like one fifty. So I'm going about seventy five percent of my budget. Okay, wow. If I have that, yep. Obviously, don't have probably a full, and then I'm probably going fifty percent honestly for Marlon Mack this week. I, that might be crazy, and I'm going to be out there on Marlon Mack. I just really liked what I saw, in. Frank Gore has to be done at some point, right? Maybe. Well, yeah, keep banking on it, but it's, it's been like not, five not, years. I, I might be out there on Mac. I'm just going to – this This is the guy I'm kind of banking a lot of things on right now. I, I would probably do it. The what From what I saw from him, 50% because of this – maybe you miss out on a waiver wire or two coming up, but I think this is the one. Just put it in there. See if you can get him this week. If, you know, you probably not starting him, though, next week. Because he's not guaranteed. But it, with bye weeks and everything, shoot, maybe you do put him in a flex and just take a chance. I threw Wayne Gallman in my flex this week, so yeah. I'm not against it. But I would do it. I would go 50% and try to put him on my team and see what he becomes. So another guy. What about Wayne Gallman? That's actually another one we should bring up. A yeah. decent week. Yeah, he's only, only 26% of leagues. Yeah, only 26 I'm actually really surprised at that. I think, especially after last week, I mean, yep. he got another 11 attempts, 57 yards out of it. So, you know, he did well with them. Yep. And then on top of that, you have your best offensive weapon, Odell Beckham, going down. 
I, what's not to like about the guy right now? I don't think he's quite as talented as maybe the other two guys we talked about. No. But no. I think he is a much-needed improvement over the other running backs in that situation, and he hasn't shown me anything why I dislike him. Yeah, no, I agree. And basically, don't be blinded by Darkwa's stats, but his number, his yards might look better than Gallman's last. You know, from Sunday, he would, what, 69 yards off nine carries maybe in a touch, something like that. Gallman's better. Gallman's a better running back than Darkwa. And he's he just is. He's a better running back. And if the Giants really thought Darkwa was, even before his injury happened, they wouldn't have just gone right to Gallman after Darkwa's touchdown. It's just you can sometimes again, another thing. Gallman's not in the, he's not an amazing running back. He's not a great running back, but he I think he might be a good running back. He, he might be efficient yeah. in that offense. Yeah, I think he I think he's good enough. And you know, I, w- I wouldn't put it as much on him, obviously. But if you're needy, you need a running back, throw him on your team. But here's the problem. We talked about this last mm-hmm. week at Denver versus Seattle by week. week. And then even the Rams. I don't know. Rams have been up and down sometimes. So, but maybe that maybe that's not a good week for him. But you're basically getting him looking at week 10 at San Francisco. That's a, that's my problem with him. He's, at the very, you're not really... It's going to be hard to play him these next two weeks, and then you can't play him obviously in his bye week, so you might not get him for a few weeks, and that's my hesitation on going to yeah. buy him right now. Yeah, and he will take up a roster spot, and yep. that's also probably why you won't have to pay a lot for him. That's true. And, I mean, really, if you look at this list, I mean, it's kind of like he's the third best upside guy in this running back list. So if you need running backs, he's definitely going to be on the short list. I mean, I, I think he should be owned in more than 27% of leagues um i don't mean i don't know we'll, we'll find out i mean also i'm not sure how they're going to react they're probably going to be behind in these games um quite possibly and i have no idea what's going to happen with the wide receiver game so maybe he'll be more proficient in the passing game he, he still has ability to actually score points i don't want to completely take it away from him, even though they're playing good defenses because I, I really think that they're just going to be slinging it and doing anything they can to get some yardage. Because New York does not look really good right now, and they're in a bad Ooh. spot with all their players. <laughs> all right, how about another running back? Matt Breda, San Francisco. You know, it, it's an interesting one. Yep. Are you are you high on him or not? Not really okay. high See, on him. I'm it's more really of either. a, if you're a Hyde owner, you need to have him. Okay, because, I would agree with that. <laughs> and I don't know this is the weirdest situation for me. This whole Carlos Hyde thing has been so weird since the preseason. Okay, now I'm starting to think these preseason rumors, these preseason this talk, maybe it, it was real. I, right? I maybe there was more to it. We thought we thought at the time there it was getting way too much. There's way too much going on, so we started to lower him down. And then he starts the free year and he looks great and he's getting all of the carries. So we're like, okay, maybe that was just all nothing. And then this happens. This and then week five happens. No injury that we know of from Hyde. It doesn't seem like there's an injury there. And basically, he gets out-snapped by Breda this week. I don't have the exact snap numbers, but I think he did get out-snapped. Or if not, it's pretty much close. I think he had less carries, though. And Breda had, was much better. 49 yards off 10 carries, 22 yards, 3 catches. It's not a bad day. And Hyde had, what, 8 for 11, something like that? It was bad. I mean, I think he had less than 2 points in an overtime game. Uh, yeah, I I am I'm confused on this one. I we talked about it last night. I was confused then, and I have no clarification now. So I think that just means you put a, get a flyer on Breda though. 
That's what I think it means because maybe this is that. But the problem is, I mean, do you think there's a chance that maybe they would just go away from Hyde? Because it, it, it is possible. It, it, there, there's something more there. There's something going on. You know, I, I, it's. I'm just so confused. I don't even know how to explain this on the show right now. Yeah, I, I don't. It's, I it's highly strange. It's I strange. highly doubt they would go away from him. But at the same time, if they're if they're losing, if they can't win games, and they're not going to re-sign Hyde to a big deal. If you have, maybe he's not in their future. Why not see what Breda is? And that could be what they're doing. It might be. I, I mean, mean even, it really might be. We maybe we should have seen a little bit more coming. Last week he did have nine carries. He only had 16 yards of it, so it was just kind of a. Uh, didn't even didn't even register for us. And this week he only had one more carry than he did the week before. Just he actually looked good on those carries. So that's where maybe we should have I mean, one week of nine carries doesn't really tell you much, but I mean Hyde not this is what he's done in the year. Nine carries, then he had fifteen. Week three had twenty five, then back down to sixteen to eight. So maybe that one week is just a outlier. I don't know. I'm I'm a little I'm nervous about it if I'm a Hyde owner. I was going to say, it's it's difficult to trust Hyde, especially with knowing that if it's not this, it's going to be injuries or something. Um, I think this one was probably not the, the usual. I think that they're going to have to run him in order to be successful. But maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't. <laughs> I, I mean, it's very possible. And so, take a flyer on Breda. I would. Yeah, especially if you have Hyde. Especially, There's yeah. no harm in that, definitely. Um, and... Breda, I I don't think he's going to be. I like know, the other he's guys probably not going to be playable until until Hyde goes down or you hear something else. Yep. But you might get him for an unbelievable price right now. And some other guys we talked about last week, Alex Collins, he got less carries than Buck Allen. All of a sudden, Buck Allen's getting all the carries again. So Terrence West did go down with an injury, so it could make more room for Collins. But don't really, I don't think he's a great player, honestly. I think he's he's again he's a good enough player, but he's not anything special in that offense. Isn't really any good for the most part, even though they were better this week. So you can get him, but it's gonna be hard to play him, especially behind Allen. Well, Elijah McGuire, not like he had a good week, but Powell went down with an injury. Forte's still hurt. McGuire's going to get opportunity now, but he's playing New England this week. Might not be there, but he's worth a look on your bench, I think. He he needs to be rostered, needs to be on somebody's bench. And that's what I've been doing in my leagues, and I think you should do as people is use your bench, the end of your bench for running back lottery tickets. That's how I've been doing it. And I have about four of them right now on my bench. And I think that's I think that's the way to go. Is throw throw these potential lottery tickets on the end of your bench, because who knows, one might hit and you you're you know, all of a sudden you're in business. But I think McGuire could be Player to put there. It's only about opportunity though for me because I'm not again sure how good he actually is. He's he's you know he's decent, but the problem is I thought the Jets were going to be terrible this year, and because of that maybe they'd go to him. And while I don't, they're not any good. They still somehow have three wins. Maybe before Tate comes back, they want to use the veteran a little more because all of a sudden, hey, they're three and two. They might actually think there's something there. Which still, how are the Jets three and two? <laughs> Does that make any uh, no sense? Because they're not no. any good. They're not good. No, they're not good. I know. I mean, I give them credit. They're pulling out victories, but I think this is a uh, an early spike in a very quick spiral. <laughs> yep. But just I, again, throw them on your bench. Don't start them. It's see if see if there's something there, and maybe they go to them. So that's what that's what I would do there. All right. Any other running backs that you see, Jeffers? That's pretty. I mean, eh. well, there's 
I mean, there's, there's guys maybe to throw on your bench. But yeah, there's one other one that if you're in need of just a, you know, a legitimate point, you know, guy that you know is going to get you between five and ten. Right now, that guy, and he, you won't have to spend a whole lot on him, but he is, of how I just blank <laughs> on his name. I was just looking at Deion Lewis. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where they, they use him in many different ways. He hasn't had a breakout game by any means, but, uh, you know, Gillisley hasn't been able to get into the end zone. They're using him a little bit more. They, you know, so I, I think he's a pretty safe one if you're just looking to insert a few points into your lineup. I would rather have one of the other guys that we talked about, but he's definitely on the list. Um, you know, don't overlook yeah, him. I actually did like. I mean, obviously, obviously, we've all seen Dean Dion Lewis play before, but I I liked what I saw from him last week again. Just getting to see him play again made me realize, oh yeah, this guy's a pretty good player. Yeah, so he's looking better and better. If and you never know with New England, all of a sudden he might be featured. It's it's just it's a really don't know. All right, how about wide receivers? Is there really anything out there that's Honestly, some of the lists, I'll just go off of some of the other lists we have from other, you know, other fantasy football sites and stuff like that. That's just, this will show how weak it is this week. Number one um, wide receiver on a lot of lists is Mike Wallace. How are you feeling about that? No way to big week. Are you interested? I mean, I'm personally not. I don't, I don't go after the, I I mean, I've seen Mike Wallace so many times. I'm I'm not interested in him. I would go another direction. And he actually, he's over our threshold for our list, but just as he's the guy thrown out there in a lot of league, a lot lot of places. Because some of the others have just, there's really, maybe John Brown. I might still take a flyer on John Brown. It's just because I still think there's talent there, but he hasn't really done anything with it. And I'd rather use my bench spots for running back lottery tickets rather than wide receiver ones. But you got a touchdown this week. Maybe you'll get some more. And, you know, I see Jermaine Curse on some of these lists. I'm not, again, Jermaine Curse. I'm not, I'm not even interested. I, I'm not at all. Do you want Jermaine Curse? Are you going to play him? Maybe you're more interested than I am, but I'm like zero interest. No, I mean, I, I totally, I get where people are coming from on that one. Um, but once again, no, I'm just, I'm not. And I, I think that has to do with New York kind of overperforming right now. Um, and he is kind of an up and down player a little bit. You know, I would expect probably like four four points out of the guy. And then I say stay away from the Jacksonville receivers at this point because it's pretty clear to me the way Jacksonville wants to do things. And we we talked about this early in the year. They want to run the ball and play defense, and that's all they want to do. I think last all right, last game, I think the stat was they ended the game once they took they had their last eighteen plays. They had eighteen plays in the fourth quarter. Every single one of them was a run. So, Mark Easley, Alan Hearns, there's not going to be much value there. Then, you know what I'm kind of disappointed in? Zay Jones. I just want to bring him up for a second. Yeah. I was, I didn't, we didn't talk about him really, but with Jordan Matthews out this week, I started thinking, okay, maybe this is, maybe this is the week for, you know, um, Zay Jones. And again, nothing. And there's just nothing there. I'm disappointed in that one. You're not picking him up. He's only had five catches all year. Just, He's not doing it when Jordan Matthews is out. I mean, what is there? There's nothing there. No, and he's he's another guy. I was I was I would just say wrong about. I mean, he has all the opportunity in the world. The guy has good hands and just it's nothing. Not, it's just not there. It's just something that we thought there might be. I thought it was going to be more of a safer type value play with how many catches he got in college. Maybe he'd get you know six catches for sixty yards and be that kind of guy. And that's not happened. Nelson Aguilar got another big touchdown, so he's at three on the year. He's become. I know his name is going to be brought up because he gets these touchdowns, but other than the touchdowns, he's not consistent enough for me to ever play. So 
I'm just going to say you're thinking about him. I would stay away. I actually get questions once in a while about Nelson Aguilar and starting him or not, and I'm just going to always pretty much decide against starting him. Yeah, he might get one big touchdown, and I'll look like an idiot for saying not to, but he's a worse version of the boomer bust players. (laughs) He's going to stay away. I mean, other than that, I don't really know wide receiver. Maybe Josh Doxon, again. He is a guy to look at. They looked at him more, and obviously he's only had three catches yet, so it's not much, but you, you started to see him a little bit more in the game plan. They had the bye week, so you kind of forgot about him last week. Maybe he does something against San Francisco. So. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Doxon. I think he will get involved. And actually, if I'm picking up a wide receiver this week, I'm picking someone up early or earlier than they should, and I'm seeing if they turn into anything. And I'm looking at the two mm. big young wide receivers that have been hurt. I'm talking about yep. Corey Davis, and I'm talking about Williams. Yep. And both of them should be coming back really soon. Williams should play this week. Yep. So if you grab him before anyone has ever seen him play, at least you can hold on to him and you know, figure it out. I mean, might as well throw two bucks at the guy and figure it out. I mean, yeah, I don't even care if he's not going to play this week. It, there's rumors that he might, and then he plays Denver the next week. So he, you probably, your earliest you're going to ever put him in your lineup is week eight against New England if he mm-hmm. was to come back. I think it's worth it though, because this could be a player. This could be a guy. Any player that's drafted in the top 10 of the NFL draft is an extremely talented guy. And you can get two of them yes. for nothing. And Corey Davis, you know, Williams hasn't played yet. And he is a freak athlete, yep. make no doubt. But Corey Davis, what I love about him, even though Tennessee is kind of in flux a little bit, but he played two games, right? He got hurt his second game, one catch for four yards. First game out the gate, six, rece- six receptions for almost 70 yards. Yep. I mean... Why not? And what's lovely about this, he plays, I mean, I don't know if he'll play next week, you know, whatever, but the next two games, Indianapolis and at Cleveland, then you have a bye. So if he plays, you're playing against a, you know, a great matchup. And if he doesn't, you, I guarantee he plays after the bye week. And then you have Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, you know, not the best situations, but definitely like places he can expose some of those um, CBs, which he's not going to draw the number one. All right, maybe a couple tight ends here. There's really not much, but Austin Severian Jenkins got a touchdown. He's gotten five catches, four catches, six catches. He's obviously involved a little bit. He plays New England this week. If you need a streaming tight end, there's he's not a bad option. I I think he's, I mean, we've always thought he's a talented player from back in Tampa days. He just never could get his head on right. Maybe, maybe he's starting to do that, so maybe look at him. People are going to be interested in Ed Dixon after that big game for the Panthers against Detroit there, 5 for 175. He did have 3 for 62 the week before since he's been the starter. Maybe. I'm not getting him, though. I mean, if I'm going to bind and I need a starting tight end, I would think about it, I guess. But what about you? Are you, are you even Are you interested? Or maybe if Cam Newton continues to play well, you can throw to Dixon. Um, I mean, to tell you <laughs> the truth, you could pretty much name any guy, and I'd be like, oh, he has a chance because that's how, yeah. you know, unbelievably crappy the tight end position has been it really is i'm i personally i would go a different route i'm not a huge fan of him but um i they had been playing really well so i totally understand your logic and where you're going it, it makes complete sense well, i hope we hear some more good news on travis kelsey and he can play next week so otherwise i'm gonna be in this situation i'm gonna have to find one of these guys <laughs> so hmm who would it be <laughs> no man that is hmm. that is rough austin hooper i don't know I'll wait and see. There's not many, not many options there. 
All right, quarterback. Let's we'll just go over some quarterbacks quick. If Alex Smith is out there in their league, go pick him up. He, I think he's, I think he's for real. I think Alex Smith is for real. He's owned in seventy five percent of the league, so he's probably not out there. But if he is, pick him up and go get him because I, I really do think the guy's for real. If anybody dropped Derek Carr, I might think about getting him too. If you're in a bad quarterback situation, and wait a couple weeks, but no, no rush on it. But then let's see here. Is there anybody that's going to stand out for you this week? Let's see some matchups here. Nothing too special. You want Joe Flacco against the Bears? I don't. No. <laughs> I don't want Joe Flacco against anybody. The streaming options aren't great this week for me. They're real, there's just there's nothing to me. No, I'm trying to find um, one. Just may, maybe Sam Bradford against Green Bay. Maybe after a week, another week back, he'll be a little better. I mean, we're recording this actually during the Monday Night Football game, so the game is right now in the second half. And he was only 5'11", and I don't even know if he's still playing anymore at this point. I think he might have been knocked back out of the game. So I don't know if he's going to be back next week, what's going on. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, I'm just going to try to see what's going on. Yeah, Case Keenum's in the game for Bradford now. So, man, just not he's not healthy. Maybe he won't be the guy. So skip that one. <laughs> I'm not going to trust it. Man, but yeah. there is, that's the problem, though. That You'd almost be thinking of somebody like him. I, may, man, I, I hate that I keep seeing Jay Cutler's name with decent matchups. And you, but no, please don't be, don't buy into it. You stay away from Cutler. Don't even consider him. What he's he's done nothing. He's nothing better than a fifteen point game. So I don't care if his matchups are okay. Stay away as stay as far away as you possibly can from Jay Cutler. But this is a tough week if you're streaming quarterbacks. Really, Jeff, do you see anything that really is like, okay, I have to do that? Uh, maybe honest, if maybe if Marcus Mariota was dropped and he plays this week. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't see anything that fits our below fifty percent. No. Um that I mean it's really not. I mean the only people No, yeah, I mean there's just no, no one. <laughs> yeah, if if Mariota was dropped, get him yeah, I mean, if he plays against the Colts. Yeah. If Deshaun Watson's out there for some reason yet, he plays Cleveland this week. If he's still out there in your league, and you need... Okay, Jeff, this is the situation. Deshaun Watson still somehow remains in, on your waivers. And you need a quarterback. All right, what are you doing for him? This is going to break every rule that we didn't go for him. Because he, he had all those touchdowns, but a lot of it was in garbage time trying to catch up. Deshaun? Yeah, Watson. Oh, yeah. I mean, How much compared though, like, to everyone else, I mean, 86% of the leagues he's owned in already. He's in most. He's going to be almost out there. But if for if for well, some reason I he was out there. Let's be honest. J.J. Watt went down with a broken leg. He They were already behind in a lot of these games. I don't think that's going to change. This guy's going to have a lot of opportunity to score touchdowns. Um, You know, will he score five every time? No, no, not at all. I mean, it, it wasn't that he looked overly good. You had five touchdowns with 260 yards thrown. But yeah. the guy will score you points. He's ranked seventh overall at QB. I mean, you know, you can't deny what he's been able to do fantasy-wise. And now he's going against Cleveland. Yeah, sign me up. But he's not available anymore. Philip Rivers might be. Maybe he's the play if he's I out was going to say, Philip Rivers only 63%. Against Oakland, who's been. And he had one bad game. But that's it. And Oakland hasn't been good against quarterbacks right now, really, this year. So. Yeah, if if Rivers is out there and you need a streamer, that's a, that's a solid option. And then probably my next one is it's probably Carson Palmer. And you know, we've Sadly been down enough. on Palmer. We say that, but week 1 he had 10 points. That was bad, but since then 17.9, 25.7, 18.4, 17.6. You'll take that on a streaming week yeah, as a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he he better than Russell Wilson did. And yeah, and, and better, much better than Ben Roethlisberger. Think about that. If you're not going above him, if you're going below, the only people you're po- possibly looking at, you're looking at like 
Trevor Simeon against the oh Giants. Oh, my God. Jared Goff, who has been absolutely terrible the last few but games. But Jacksonville's defense has been too good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not playing Goff in the next. Yeah. No, it's, there's not. Well, they're, they're just, <laughs> but there's not a good option out there. Maybe Jacoby Brissett because the Titans have just given up 40-plus points to in back-to-back weeks to quarterbacks. Or not back-to-back weeks, but week three and four they did. Yeah. So it just, it's not a good week for streamers. Hopefully Rivers is out there. I think that's the play. Maybe you're really lucky and Watson's out there, but I doubt it. But Or Mariota if he was dropped. So there's some, but... You know, just it's it's a tough one. It's a tough week, so maybe go safe and get some points and call it a week. Yeah, I mean that's your best option. Honestly. And what's your best kicker option for the week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me see who's not owned. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is the <laughs> who cares. <laughs> kicker, I hate kicker. I hate the kicker. Eliminate the kicker position. I'm almost ready to get rid of it in leagues. I'm sick of it. Maybe because I can't. I get 15 one week and three the next. It's terrible. But I think that does it for waivers. So hopefully you pick up Marlon Mack. And once you do, remember who told you. It was Craig Jeff. Wasn't as big on it. So <laughs> we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.